today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Uh, Rick Zamperin is with us, of course, uh, and uh, has just come back from a uh, uh, covering what has been just a, a terrible weekend in Dundas. Uh, tell us exactly what uh, transpired over this press conference and what you've been, uh, what you know about this so far. Well, no, no official uh, news conference has been held by Hamilton Police. We're kind of in a wait and see mode to hear what uh, police have for us. But uh, here's what we do know: mm-hmm. um, Saturday morning, just after 10 o'clock, a 12-year-old Finnegan Danae was reported missing by his parents. Parents in uh, in Dundas, Mm -hmm. and um, at 3 p.m. yesterday, so this is Sunday, Hamilton Police issue uh, a province-wide Amber Alert. Mm -hmm. Less than an hour later, they announced that Finnegan uh, was found dead. And uh, now we're waiting for the autopsy results to come back. That autopsy is scheduled for today. So until that time, until those results are known, we're not going to hear from Hamilton police in terms of uh, cause of death and, and, and a go-forward plan from, from there. So obviously, long story short, uh, this 12-year-old goes missing Saturday, is found about 24 hours, a little bit more uh, dead on, on Sunday, mere meters from his home, really. Uh, a couple of questions that are being, and, and again, we understand that there's only limited information at this time and, right. and, and certainly understand that police have to do their job as well. Uh, but lots of questions are being asked. Uh, first one being, why did they wait so long to have an Amber Alert? Right. So there are uh, a certain number of criteria in terms of when an Amber Alert can be issued. Um, number one, the person has to be under the age of 18. In this case, Finnegan is, is 12, so they meet that criteria. Number two, there has to be a belief that the child has been abducted. Mm-hmm. We don't know if that is the case in this case. Um, so that is really a big question mark. There has to be a belief that the child is in imminent danger. Of course, we don't know the answer to that because we don't know if he just wandered off and, yeah. and fell. We do know he had mobility issues. He needed a wheelchair to get around. He had um, he had no shoes on. He was barefoot when mm-hmm. he was found. Uh, he just had a you know a t-shirt and shorts. And um, the last criteria is uh, that police will issue an Amber Alert if they feel that information from the public will help them find the individual that they're looking for. And right. I think when you look at all those criteria, you know at least two of the four are met. A, he's under 18, and B, police want the public, want that neighborhood to come forward and say, uh, and, and help out and, and provide any details they might have. Uh, and, and just another question on the whole Amber Alert, we'll talk to Ross McLean about this a little later. Um, uh, there has been some sensitivity about Amber Alerts. We remember when they started, and yeah. of course, this one, uh, I was at home, as I mentioned, you with my son, and, and all of a sudden it came across the television and such, and it, boy, it gets your attention. Yeah. Yeah. And when these first started, there was a chatter that we were doing them perhaps too quickly. Mm-hmm. We weren't sure what the criteria was between all of the agencies involved in order to trigger one of these. Uh, do you think that in some way played anything into into how they well do we do this do we not do we don't yeah do it? I mean you know the difficulty and I'm and I you know I, I don't know how the discussion went at Hamilton Police headquarters but obviously it's probably a difficult conversation if they yeah. don't have you know a suspect vehicle or any problems in the home or any past history of you know violence or um, uh, you know that that this child was in harm in any uh, in any circumstance in the past so. If none of that is coming to the fore, Hamilton Police yeah. have, uh, or any police department would have a difficult decision to say, let's launch into an mm-hmm. Amber Alert, because, you know, these are going on 
uh, you know, on boards, on highways, you know, they're 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 on TV and radio. Yeah. I mean, this is a really mass kind of attention great Oh, it's fantastic, yeah. and I think you know the I think the tool is 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 very more than useful, really. If, yeah. if it's going to help save one life, let alone who knows how many it saved, mm-hmm. uh, let's keep doing them. That's for sure. Uh, which, of course, makes you ask the question after waiting, to, uh, you know, a period of however many hours, right. what did finally trigger it? Yeah. And that's the question that I think most people are eager to find out, because, you know, how do you go from 10 a.m. Saturday yeah. uh, with a person with mobility issues who's four foot two, 60 pounds, you know, a 12 year old who's probably not going to get very far, very fast? Mm-hmm. You know, how do you wait that long to determine whether or not this child is in danger? But then again, if there are, and this is what we don't know, if there are issues where he's wandered in the past or he's gone missing before, we don't know that. So until we get, you know, all these pieces to the puzzle, we can only speculate. Very sad. Very sad. And, you know, whenever you hear these or see these uh, alerts, you always hope that, uh, of course, they turn out positive. Rick Zamperin, thanks very much for taking the time to join us on this with all the latest uh, has just come back from Dundas. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.